Welcome to the Self-Awareness and Self-Compassion Podcast, formerly known as the Full Spectrum Feeling Podcast. I'm your host, Blaise Schwaller, life coach, mom, and former tattoo artist. I help people heal their past, speak their truth, and love the lives that they're living now. Join me here every week for conversations on how to live an imperfect but fully engaged life that embraces all the feels so that you can stretch into your best life while enjoying the you that's here right now. Friends, I'm going to revisit a topic that I know comes up for me at least once every three or four months, which is the concept of being busy and that more is somehow helpful, necessary, or good. And my desire to combat that and what it's like as it comes up in my life, because I will usually make a big push effort to calm everything down, to say enough is enough. I have too many things going on. I don't want to be this busy and I don't want to have to achieve so much. And then slowly it creeps back in. It's like I clear the space and just like weeds, all of the extra achievements want to come in and be like, Hey, why don't you do this? Why don't you join another course? Hey, do you want more? Do you want to get another book? And there's this accumulation culture that I'm in that I am contributing to, that I live, in which I will just get stuff or sign up for things or add things to my list, not quite mindlessly, but pretty mindlessly, knowing, or hey, here, I believe that I know (laughs) that I'm going to do it later and it's best to get it now so that I can do it later and then never really do it or feel like burdened by having so much to do later like entire bookshelves of books that I own that are here in my physical space that I have not yet had time to read or taken the time to do courses that I have paid significant sums of money that I've gotten partway through and then got bored or shinied into something else and never finished. And then it's like, I guess wonder if it's that I get so far through something feel like I've gained some good knowledge and started to put it to use in my life, felt good about that, slowed down on the consumption of like finishing the thing that I was doing. And then I'm able to be distracted or sold something by someone else, usually on the same or irrelevant topic that throws doubt. It throws doubt in my face, like a little fling of mud and it's on me. And I'm like, Ooh, is that true? Maybe what I learned just now wasn't the thing. Maybe what I'm doing isn't good. And it's amazing how easy that happens and how subtle it is that I actually have to stop and look at it and go, wait a minute. Why? Why the doubt? Why am I even making space for that? Am I making space for it? Or is it just that, you know, the law is keep consuming? So, if I didn't feel doubt, I wouldn't keep consuming things. I'm not really sure, but it, it makes me feel tricked a little bit. Like I've tricked myself or society or the world has tricked me. And here I am feeling not enough again and needing to buy more things and do more stuff. And even to the point of wanting to have a lot of things on my list of stuff to do, because I feel like that makes me a good person. And then I'm confused because I'm like, that doesn't make me a good person if I vacuumed today. (laughs) 
or if I did it tomorrow or the next day or not at all. It doesn't make me a good person if I managed. That's so funny. I managed to do things like it's in the language. Like we like to manage things. We like to do stuff. We like to coordinate. And if we do all of that, that's important and special and good. And if I just, you know, showed up and did the bare minimum, I would probably feel like an asshole. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Why are we not giving ourselves the grace to enjoy our damn lives? I don't know. And I ask that as a broad question because I see it happen in the multitude of tiny things. And we have so many things to manage that it then becomes difficult to enjoy or have more time. And then we're like, well, if we have time, if the time is empty, then what do we do? Either we do more stuff, buy more things, and then have more things to manage. I think that's the trap, right? Is I finished all my chores. I've caught up on my work. Everyone in life is happy. We've all eaten a good meal. Now I'm bored. And I think maybe it's that we're afraid of being bored or we think that boredom is bad and it's a sign that we should have more to do. And to be fair, I can remember as a kid, if you ever hit the point where you had nothing to do and you were bored and you mentioned that, immediately parents would be like, oh, well, if you're bored, there's like 5,000 chores you can do. So here's something, go do it. Don't be bored, be productive and stop complaining. So there's this um, counter boredom and complaint culture where we just don't want to deal with that and it's not good. And truly, I think by the time you become a teenager, if you're complaining of boredom and there's chores and crap that needed to get done that didn't get done, it's seen as like you're a delinquent, right? Like, why didn't, why aren't you contributing? And that's the value that I grew up with anyway, is you always want to be contributing. You want to be helping. And I think those are good. I still believe in them. (laughs) I guess it's just trying to find the balance, right? Like where, where is trying to contribute and be busy or at least productive? Where is the line between that being helpful and good and being destructive and over And as I said that, I was like, oh yeah, the yin yang of life, right? Like too much of a good thing. You want to have a balance between how hard you push and how much you relax and anything out of balance becomes a disease. It becomes trouble. It's really interesting that my trouble is wanting to have 5,000 things on my list and starting to be uncomfortable when I only see three. That, that I think is what happened this week. I was like, oh, you want to vacuum, do Qigong and do some podcasts. That's only three things. Cripes, you better add stuff like call a friend, schedule this, go do more workouts. Like just, I feel like there's more that I should be doing. Why am I not doing more? I went out and uh, weeded my garden. And you know, again, I could consider that as something that quote unquote needed to get done. But as I was doing it, I noticed the temptation to label it that way and be like, oh, how productive of me. I'm getting something done. It's so wonderful. I should have done this before the weekend. So when we have a party, it pleases other people. And I immediately, like, there's the little me in my brain that just smacked myself and was like, stop it. It's fun. You're enjoying weeding your garden. You're enjoying taking care 
of your plants and letting the ones that you want to thrive, like take away the competitors. There's something wonderful about having your hands in the dirt. It just feels good. What if you're doing it because this feels right today? Not because you have to, not because you should, not because, you know, you get a check mark for being an extra special good adult (laughs) from taking care of your garden, but because you're here and present enough to notice that today is a good day for weeding. I like to live that way. I want to live in a day where I wake up and go, today is a good day for, and just notice what it's a good day for. Like if it's rainy, it's a good day for indoor cleaning. If it's really nice out, it's a good day for outdoor stuff. When is it a good time to do things that I enjoy doing or that contribute to things that I care about. So even like my walks that contributes to me feeling better physically, feeling better mentally, just knowing that I'm outside, it contributes honestly to getting to know the community and just being present, getting to know the animals, getting to know the light patterns so I can plant a garden for next year, which sounds amazing. I can't wait. I'm so excited. We figured out where we want to put it. So that's really fun. And all of those things come about by being present and noticing it's a good day for But having the list is like a compulsion. It's like we want to itemize the thing that it was a good day for and make it something that we get praise for. And when no one else will praise us for it, we have to praise ourselves. Like we have to show everyone, look at what I did. Look at my massive list. It's incredible. Look at how much I did. (laughs) It's in there. That's in me. I definitely want acknowledgement. And I want to both laugh at myself and cry for myself that that's there. And I wonder... If you also feel that, that compulsion to show off in a way, but not in a full of ourselves way, but maybe it might be like the humble brag, right? I was so busy and burdened. Look at how much I did. And yet here I am still having time for you. It's so ridiculous. Like I look at that in myself and I find it offensive. I don't like it. And yet here it is. It's a part of me. So I'm just going to have to give it a hug and love it. (laughs) See what it needs. Like maybe I just need more hugs so that I don't have to prove myself by putting normal, like mundane, nice moments of existence onto an achievement list. Oh, fascinating. (laughs) I find I have lists for all different aspects of my life. And in a way it's taught, like I've taken classes that are like, if you categorize your life into like your home and your sex life and your friendships and your health and what you like to eat and movement and your business goals and your financial life and all of these things, what do you want in each of those areas? And how are you choosing to act to have all that happen? I don't know if this is recent or not. I'm I have a suspicion that this goes back through centuries, kind of, but in its own way through each time, because maybe it's just a human compulsion that we want all of those things to do well. We recognize that they're important and that we should care about them, but instead of allowing them to thrive or bloom or connect or just do what they're going to do, we want to just logic it out and figure out how to achieve it. And I think maybe as life has gotten more complicated and compartmentalized, it's like we've tried to make each of those areas more simple, but we've actually made them harder because now they're all separate and they can't happen at once. They don't happen as organically anymore. 
like I think I mean I'm speculating I don't I don't know I didn't live a thousand years ago but I suspect that at those times you know your physical health and movement and socialization and relationships like they were all very much happening at the same time without you having to think like oh well I got up and I had to go to work and then my friends are over here, so I have to go make time for them later. But my spouse is over there and they need me too. And then I've got kids and I should go take care of them. And then maybe I need a hobby to self-actualize. Like it's gotten ridiculous, you guys. <laughs> and I feel like I haven't moved enough. Like that never happened back then, I don't think. Like it was never a thing where you had to exercise in order to keep your body okay. It was just like, you know, you moved around during the day because you were doing shit. Like gardening and harvesting food or hunting food and eating it. And you did that with people because it was easier to do with other people than to do by yourself. That's how we lived. And so all of those things were happening and we were creating those bonds and it was fun. It was probably also not fun. Who the hell knows? I wasn't alive then. But we probably categorize all these things now because we've made them separate. And the more separate we make them the more they differentiate from each other, the more complicated it gets. And I think we stress ourselves out. Just describing it stressed me out just now. <laughs> you know what I need? I need to drink some water and read a book outside in the sunshine. That is what I need. So I think that is what I'm going to go do because you know what it's a good day for? It's a good day to get outside. It is summertime almost in the Northern United States it's glorious. It's not yet crazy heat wave weather. I'm so thankful for that. And I want to take advantage by being present of what's actually happening. What's actually happening is it's freaking gorgeous outside. What's actually happening is I don't have a compulsion. Like there's nothing pressing, no obligations that I've signed up for actually that absolutely must happen today. And I guess that's the luxury of this time as well, is to realize like, wow, I have the luxury to look around and decide what it's a good day for. Yay. That's awesome. And the work will get done, or it has already been done, actually. So that's high five to me. Yay. <laughs> I hope that you all are not struggling to achieve too many things or piling too much crap into your days. I hope that you are able to find your balance. And when you notice that you're striving, the, the painful striving, not the good striving, that you notice it and are able to set it aside and go, oh, this is just a need to achieve and to add things to lists. It's not really necessary and it's not necessarily meaningful. It's just that I think it's meaningful, but what if it wasn't? What actually has to get done versus what do I think would be amazing if it got done? And what if I just did a little piece at a time? Yeah. May we all give ourselves some time to relax, some time to exist, and some time to be. Have yourself a wonderful week, and I will see you next time. Thanks so much for joining me. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and share it with someone you love, and leave us a review. You can learn more and get some self-compassion tips and tricks by visiting coachwithblaze.com, where you can sign up to get my free booklet on overcoming anxiety, overwhelm, exhaustion, and burnout. I'm sending you so much appreciation and love, and I'll see you next time.